0: 2024.
1: What a year it's already started out to be!
0: is the first time listening to us, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to our podcast. Those of you that don't know us, I am Sarah, the mother. And I'm Jewel, the daughter. Community, Jewel, community. What does that mean to you?
1: Um, I think it has developed in different meanings throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to think community was just my personal community right like right my just my people whereas i'm seeing my community could be community of like mind people or also my community being my neighborhood
0: it, it, yeah yeah within your neighborhood mm-hmm. within it
1: also means kind of like
0: togetherness mm-hmm. it's for
1: me i mean i feel like if we're a community if you look up the definition of it i feel like it means like we're community
0: That is, like, thriving and we help each other out. And and back in the day, the community, we would, like, trade. We would, you know, do all of those things. And And really
1: be more involved within the community. Within the community. Instead of sitting in your home.
0: This year, you know how last year is don't bitch about it, be about it. I mean, it's going to continue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This year... We want that togetherness. Yep. We want and the we, community. We want...
1: I want action. I don't want people to, because we want to continue the bitch about it, be about it, say it, sure, be passionate about it, but put action behind it. I think we found out people within our community of... The lack thereof of what they can do to make changes in their community. People didn't know who their representatives are right. to reach out to, to bring these issues to. Mm-hmm. They didn't know about certain things that were occurring within our state to be right. where, okay, we could give out, we could send a letter or we could send our own thoughts and things like that, and we're going to be heard. A lot of people weren't aware of that. And that's what we are here for. We want to bring attention to things. We want to. To bring action
0: behind these words. Correct. One of those things is within our community, you have the hospitals.
1: The medical system. We do. And who cares for our community? (laughs) Supposedly. Anybody who can't see what I'm doing, I know some of y'all can. I did air quotes.
0: Air quotes.
1: Around because We'll get into it.
0: We're going to dive into that. Every single episode, Jewel's going to have a message for you. Mm -hmm. And this is her opportunity before we start our show to bring awareness to something that she's very passionate about.
1: Yes. Um, I would like to bring attention and awareness to things that our country is contributing to um, funding. And that is wars happening and, Genocide and killings and martyrs and everything all around, that being in Gaza, Sudan, um, y- Ukraine, all over, everything needs to stop. So, ceasefire fire now.
0: Before the holiday, before New Year's, I feel like this happens all the time. The media does a big news drop, and the holidays happen, and stories get buried, and they do a big dump, and they do it before the holiday, and sometimes maybe they're hoping that 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 the story will get buried, or maybe not.
1: And they think they're they they did right by just talking about it for two seconds
0: within our community. We lost a human being in a hospital that our family's gone to multiple times.
1: And we would like to state that this is just one human being that it was brought in attention to, where there are many other human beings that have had this similar situation happen to.
0: And this human being died within the police custody. In the narrative of it, prior the police were getting hit hard
1: in the media they painted it out and immediately stated that a person died in police custody and those police officers are on administrative leave then it became more out that this human being was at a hospital one of our local hospitals and was turned away and told that they were in good health and they could be released
0: to the cops. And we're going to get more into that. Mm-hmm. So my thoughts prior to diving into this is again, the the body cams came out the Friday before um, a holiday. People, you know, it didn't get that much recognition, recognition on mm-hmm. it. And, It was really important for the community to actually become aware of such inhumane.
1: But what's wild is that it didn't take much for people to dive in and look at these hospitals. This one in particular, to see back to back, even before this human being had this situation happen, Mm how horrible these people were treated
0: at this facility in mm-hmm. one of them being you <clears throat> yes prior which yes. we have talked about on the show
1: and i think something that we're going to state too i should just state it now is this isn't going to be a one-time topic of we're done talking about this this is going to be an ongoing thing because What we stated in the beginning, people need to be held accountable for the actions that they're doing. And that is what we are going to do. We are going to do our action to make sure that these people who are doing wrong to human beings, they need to be held accountable. And we are going to keep talking about it until
0: it gets taken care of. So this hospital is Providence, Milwaukee, and we are going to put the links down below within the show. Now... We have endured watching the sensitive information to, to get the
1: yes. story I across. Mean, I think there could be a disclaimer. If you cannot there's some things they do bleep out, but they you'll see some real rawness of it. And if you can't tolerate that, don't watch it. But if you can listen to it, you you could even hear the impact and the emotion behind what is going on in the
0: situation we're not journalists, no. we're just human beings within a community that is going to bring an awareness mm-hmm. and hold those accountable for the actions of what went on.
1: And I think any of our listeners that have previously listened to us and are still here, which we thank you for still staying with us, <laughs> um, is that... We genuinely just care about human beings and their lives. Every human being's life matters. Right. And we, it's, you got to bring attention to the things that people are pushing under the rug or it's just going to keep happening and keep happening and we cannot let that happen. And that's why, again, we are going to keep doing
0: this. In turning a blind eye to such behavior. Within these hospitals, is just uncomfortable.
1: It is 1,000% malpractice.
0: So an individual ended up at Providence Milwaukee Hospital on December 12th. Later on, he died in the custody of the Milwaukee police. mm mm-hmm. What happened within that period of time, we're going to actually tell you the facts of what happened. Mm-hmm. The police arrived to Milwaukee Hospital.
1: Well, I would, li- I, w- Mo- Mo- be, I would like to probably, I. there wasn't footage of it, but I'm going to do maybe like a
0: reenactment of what you feel like happened
1: before the cops got there. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to kind of presume and fill in the blanks. So I'm believing that this human being came in m- most likely in pain. And or in some sort of need of care. Um, the, I think I'm, but one thing I gotta state, um, is that no matter how you wanna look at somebody or judge them, when you work at a hospital in an emergency, your job is to save lives. That is literally what I've been told for many years by people who work for those places. I've been in and out of it. So I know their job is to save lives. Their job is to check your vitals to make sure you're okay. That was not being done to this human being. They treated him like he was nothing. And the only thing I believe that they said that they administrated into that man's body was antibiotics. That's correct. Whereas he was visibly having some things going on with him. He was they I believe they said that there was drool that wasn't like it wasn't he couldn't control it. And there was like things that they would point out. You could you can find out for yourself, but there's visible things that were pointing out that. Basically, he was on verge of overdosing. And they didn't Narcan him. They didn't give him anything. They gave him fucking antibiotics. And so my prediction is that they just let him sit there and suffer. And they're saying that he was irate. They're saying that he was arguing and being argumentative and fighting them and all this stuff. I would like for anybody who could actually look through and watch this footage. Tell me if you think this man was in any state of doing any of that. He couldn't walk. He couldn't talk. It it was clear. And then they literally left them in the hands of other human beings that are trusting these medical physicians saying, oh, yeah, he's good to go. And you can see the cops are like, yep. I don't know, man. So then, yeah, the cops got there.
0: So the police got there, and they were given a spill. Uh, uh, I would say like to say it's bullshit and there were warrants for this gentleman's arrest
1: oh and I'd like to state um, there are protocols and words that have to be said from these people's mouths and it's protocol and once those words get said those police officers are supposed to take that word and that's protocol and sometimes protocol needs to fucking go out the window Okay, but he keep going.
0: They gave the spiel about there's no medical problem with this gentleman.
1: It's all behavioral. It's
0: 100% behavioral that they gave him a shower. They gave him something to eat. They gave him antibiotics. And once they were telling him that he was going to be released, that he started resisting, and they were going to take him to a homeless shelter. Now, I'm going to tell you something. If you are not well, and you're trying, and you're not in the right state of mind, and you need medical assistance, you're going to try to stay there because you know that there's something wrong. Again, they would have given him antibiotics. During during, the time that the police are kind of looking at him going, he's not suitable for jail. Um, and all of this is happening. And I I'm...
1: noticed right as soon as they got there and you could see the footage and I pointed it out to my mom, there was visibly something on the back of their neck. And I was like, that's a big scarring like thing. And it was later stated that it could be that this person suffered from a TBI, like a bad, yeah, like big head injury surgery type thing or something. So again, you may like, they're not even taking into account that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, God, these people are such garbage.
0: Mm -hmm. So in the background, while the officer is trying to figure out where, where where to take him, obviously jail is not the appropriate place. Um, I could hear in the background another officer talking to a medical staff person. I don't know if it was a nurse. I don't know if it was a doctor.
1: You couldn't visibly. You could just hear it.
0: You can just hear it. The officer asks if, you know, when, if he was Narcaned. And they said there there wasn't any reason for him to have Narcan. Now, He turned around in that moment and said.
1: And when we're stating this, I want you to picture this isn't the only human being this happened to. They've probably stated this to more and more human beings out there. So just think of that.
0: He turns around in that moment and goes, well, he seems more tired than, you know, before. Again. He reinstated, there's no medical, there's no medical reason for this gentleman to be at the hospital. So one thing is I do, you know, they were going back and forth and, and, you know, you could tell that the officers weren't really feeling
1: too comfortable about the situation. Yeah. They were like, this doesn't seem right, but they didn't say that. They, you could just tell by their demeanor and like At their moment. facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember one of the officers, like not the one wearing the camera, but the one that was right across from me, was like, "They say he's a hundred percent behavioral, so we have to take him." That's literally and, and, like what he said.
0: And and he also says, "Well, they're going to assist with, you know, um, trying to get him to." And they're like, nope, that option's over. This is Providence, Milwaukee is like, nope, that option's over. That's, you know, that's a dead issue, man. So these officers had to assist. And, you know, they, they got him into the wheelchair, they, you know, got him outside. And the officer called his supervisor because you know this is just—he didn't feel right about it. This is fucking crazy that that this is happening, right? And
1: well, I believe that officer who was doing all—I was—he was was doing everything right. You could tell by him calling his his supervisor. He was like, "This, I'm uncomfortable."
0: Yeah, and at in one point, you know, another officer says, "Do you feel comfortable?" With the situation? No. And he straight, straight up said no. 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 So they, their plan was
1: to transport him from Milwaukee Providence to Unity Health, Behavioral Health mm-hmm. in Portland.
0: So he didn't have his discharge papers. He mm-hmm. needed his discharge papers. So waiting on that. So him and his supervisor had to go back into Milwaukee. Uh, Providence Hospital and his his supervisor straight up said oh. we can't take him he can't be on his own again somebody then said after we already knew the first story well he electively you know this he did this on his own he walked in here and, and everybody just, you know, I'm just sitting there like, I, I saw the, I saw the patient, you know, I saw this human being, this pers- person was in the middle of a crisis, um, a medical crisis that needed treatment. And this I believe officer, they
1: said his name so many times and he was not responsive. No. They were like, Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna take you. Nothing. No fucking response.
0: Okay, so this supervisor goes, well, we're going to walk him right back in the front door again. And they were like, no. Nope. And then all of a sudden, so the then, the you know. They
1: refused care.
0: Uh, yes, they refused care. And the officer just kept on was trying to get his discharge paper. So, you know, that way he gave it to, you know, Unity and then for his report.
1: And side note, those front desk people
0: are bitches. Yeah, they are. In the middle of him trying to get the discharge papers, all of a sudden a different crisis is happening and they're asking the officer that is trying to get the discharge papers, hey, hey, help, help, help. Can you come help me? And so the officer's having to go in there. And meanwhile, the poor patient that they, they called about is outside and he's waiting for the discharge papers. So he finally gets the discharge papers. And, you know, you can tell all of these officers were so, like, like they didn't agree with any of it.
1: There's only one thing that I could think that the officers did wrong other than that they did everything pretty to the T, right? But the only thing I didn't like was when during transportation, they never did check on him because he wasn't responsive. I think it would have been... They, if, if they were feeling off to constantly be checking Mm -hmm. on him, I know it's not protocol, but, or sit back there with him. I don't know, but that's just when I think back
0: of all of it, I don't think the officers did anything wrong. I, I do think that that exactly, but it only took 13 minutes from, you know, the document to get from Providence, Milwaukee to unity. And, and that's,
1: that, that's where I think that's even like the and it, the bigger picture that people need to think about is that time zone of when that transportation and how long it took for this person to pass because of not being treated.
0: They arrived to Unity and...
1: I think it was like shortly...
0: And as soon as he got backed up into her...
1: Um... Well, even it was like I was getting irritated. So I stopped watching it and then I, f- I finished watching it with her later on. But I got frustrated too even watching it with her-, her again because they pull up and it just seemed like everything was moving so slow. like, And I'm just like... Why is everything moving so slow right now? Like, why aren't people putting a more pep in their step? Because, I don't know. For me, when I respond to crisis, I'm like, what the fuck can I do? And as fast as I can. and But I could react. Da, da 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 But these people are moving slow. They were acting like this human being can walk through the thing. Well, you're going to have to pull him in through here. And da, 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 the guy's like, ah, he's not fucking good. Yeah. So everything was just going so slow. And then they even from the front, they had to move the vehicle from there to a certain area they're like you have to pull in here if he can't mm-hmm. if he's not that well blah 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 even then when they're parking there it was like taking it felt like an hour yeah, for like them to get to get some doctors yeah. and a thingy out there and so the, the 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 police were like okay fuck we have to pull him out
0: yeah so here i think he that he noticed that he was concerned that he wasn't breathing
1: so yeah the officer who is wearing the camera where a lot of all this footage is coming from you could you could see he's like peeking invisibly and he's like trying to get his attention. He's like, Hey, he's like letting him know. He's like, they're coming, they're coming. They're going to come help you. Yada, yada, yada. In my head. I don't know when they, they stated something later, but he was not responsive. I'm believing he was gone by then in my head. And um, then the other officer, like he, they, I, they probably said something bad about providence which was totally okay but they kind of blocked something out and he said something to the other officer and whatever it was that was stated they were like no we need to get him the fuck out now yeah
0: and they started performing. and the guy
1: the older guy was like no we get him get him out now and they open him and like he's kept nudging him and they he kept trying to get a pulse and he's like maybe i feel it faintly yeah. he's like i don't know so we'd have the other officer check and then he was like no and then they yank him out and they started, they started performing
0: cpr cpr yeah um and during that time and again, you know, there's whole...
1: n- this is just still the police officers. Still, nobody has come. Yeah, they've performed Somebody CPR came out, for yeah. minutes still until other people came.
0: Uh huh. And then nine one one was called. Oh yeah. Then then they showed up. They showed up, and then Joel's going to tell you a little story so about what was, they told the what officers. is it?
1: They're called a AMR. That was right. It was AMR. Who Correct. Was, yeah, and um, it was. Uh, group effort of a lot of people performing CPR but at that point once that was called then there was a ton of people and when there mm-hmm. was a ton of people you can't see anything no, it's you can see blurs out. but you could hear everything and um, so much was happening Da da he died obviously but like he died within that time they even had those electric
0: thingies yep, to try yep. to
1: do that, and it didn't. So then the AMR person pulled was conversating with the main police officer that was recording and stated that if ever there's a situation like this again where you're called to a hospital and you don't feel comfortable, you could call 911 right there, and we right. will come because that's not okay. And um, I think... I can't speak for these people that dealt with the situation, but I think for those officers in that moment, um I don't know what they're feeling, but you could tell in that you could feel passion through because you can't see anything. Again, like I said, that things are blurred. Um, but when you hear specifically one officer speaking, um, and he even states, he's like, I better stop talking because I'm really angry. Yeah. Um and then He,
0: d- he doesn't want to ever be taken to well, Milwaukee, Providence.
1: Even before <laughs> this incident that he had to deal with, with this human being, it, it has always been stated in their station that if anybody ever gets hurt or whatever, Milwaukee is the last resort. And to always have that representation for yourselves as a hospital is not good. Within even the fucking, your police that like you can't even help your police officers right um but i think what's really messed up is already within at least our country where there is bad cops there's bad cops that do bad things and they are wrong and there's already that painted image of dirty cops bad cops so when we actually have two cops that were pretty decent, actually cared about this human being more so than anybody ever did in the situation. And for the media and for the hospital to try to push it out there, that it was the, it was like the cops had somebody in custody and they died in his custody. He wasn't in custody. Like, well, That's the other thing. He was handcuffed. He didn't need to be fucking handcuffed. That's the other thing. He was not well enough. But again, protocol. Right. Because he had warrants and da da da. And you have to,
0: you know, think, okay, the hospital's telling them there's no medical reason for him to be here. Um, There's no medical, I mean, even though your inner gut, and it looked like their inner gut was like, no, there's something wrong. Um, But these are the professionals, right? These are who you're supposed to be trusting is there's no medical reason wrong, you know and we're going to get into that criteria of how Providence got, got noted before five years earlier on on something you know it's called the unwanted and the un, and they even classify them like that, the unwanted.
1: But I have to say, from what I've experienced as a sick individual, because that's just what I am. I'm sick. I'm, well, I'm sick all the time. But I'm not what you quote unquote sick, cold sick. I'm just sick. I'm unhealthy. I'm unwell. So I go to the hospital all the time. And do I love it? No. But it's informed me. It's got me very educated within the medical system. And um, it's really sad how our medical system when anybody comes in there with the symptoms of vomiting I, I think the term is like lethargic where like you're not really there you're all over the place you can't really control movements you can't control what you're saying like all those kinds of things they boom already assume drugs you're on drugs you're druggy, you this and regardless if I am doing drugs or not Just so you know if I did do drugs or not, your job is still to save me from those fucking drugs. Right. That is your job. That is your duty to the
0: community. So let's really quickly pull up Providence, Milwaukee's. And we're only gonna statement.
1: Yeah. And we're gonna say maybe, right, I don't know, maybe this may be a part, but we are gonna say some reviews or maybe We will right after this, yeah. I urge you to really go on to there and And look at them.
0: Maybe we'll link
1: that too. I think we should.
0: This is Providence Milwaukee's mission statement. At Providence Milwaukee, we believe that maintaining a health and enhancing quality of life means focusing on the whole person, including physical, mental social, psychological, and spiritual needs. Providence Milwaukee Hospital is a community facility with outstanding physicians, nurses, staff, and volunteers. We are committed to being the best place to receive care, the best place to work, and the best place to practice medicine.
1: Bullshit. Bullshit. I call bullshit a thousand times and thousand times over again.
0: Now, before we reread those reviews, which Jill's, Jill's gonna do.
1: I'm just gonna say I've been in and out of hospital for years, months, back like like every month. I've had one fucking decent nurse and she deserved cookies from me. That was one. Everybody else, trash, garbage, and it was all Providence because that's where my insurance is accepted. And that's sometimes what we're forcibly into. We don't get to choose.
0: So you have to know this. There are sometimes when 911 is called, you don't have the option, you don't have a choice of what hospital you're going to be at. Okay. You can arrive on an ambulance and it could be that hospital. We're trying to bring knowledge to this because. Number 1 This is this hospital is under investigation. This isn't the first time that this hospital has been under investigation before. And what is that going to mean? And how are you as the community going to get an update on the results of this is investigation right
1: but one thing i have to state as a community member and just so if you guys aren't aware because i do realize some people aren't aware of some information providence is sh- shared so if it if it's prop so you got providence milwaukee you got providence or you got portland providence you got Prov- Providence, right so if they're short staff somewhere or if they need you're going wherever they fuck they need you. So if you work for Providence, you could be working at Milwaukee Hospital. You would be working at Oregon City one week. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just so you say, yes, Milwaukee is being investigated. But be mindful and paying attention to every other.
0: Yeah. So you have to kind of know the structure of, okay, let's say Providence. Okay. A Providence, you know, emergency everywhere. So, yes, they are in jeopardy of non-compliance right now with the Oregon Health Authority. But they use Oregon emergency physicians. So let's say you have a pool of physicians and they're working all over the place, not just in one area. So not only does Providence have to, you know, comply with the Oregon, the Oregon Health Authority, but now they got to work with somebody that they outsourced their labor from, because that's what it is. They're not, they don't wor- they don't work for Providence, right? They work for Oregon emergency physicians. So know that. Know that all the time. Also know that.
1: But there's... we have to admit we there's shit that we didn't know. This is why it's like, don't ever say you can't learn something or educate yourself on something. If you are unaware, mm-hmm. fucking look it up, learn it, dude. That's what we that's what we have to say. Literally, if somebody brings us oh I don't, I don't know information on that. Let, let me figure that out. Let me look that up and get more information before I have an opinion on that. There's a
0: few things in 2023. A Senate bill passed bill number one zero seven six. This right here, and I will link it below. Actually states the discharge of a patient. Look that up. Also, It is a federal, not a state. It is a federal law that the public have access to healthcare. Bottom line. Doesn't matter if you have insurance, doesn't matter who you are, whatever. It is federal.
1: And that's one thing I stated to my mom because I've been in so many hospital rooms. It's it's in there. They have a fucking plaque kind of thing. It's like it's yeah, it's printed. And it'll tell you, it literally says, no matter what, this, 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 we, they're supposed to treat you. They're supposed to keep you alive no matter what. They're not supposed Oh, oh, they're not supposed to turn you away. That's what it is. They're not supposed to turn you away. Well, then what the fuck? I don't think people should do preemptive judgment. And that's what they did. They're just garbage human beings. They literally looked at this person and...
0: They've already been under investigation for the unwanted. The unwanted would be, you know, those that are homeless, those that are, ha- you know. So what I want to have drug. a
1: question, and this isn't for you. I guess it's like a generic question for just like community, and I guess yeah, community and like people who have a problem with it. So if you turn these people away, you shut down their facilities, you give them no resources what the fuck are you gonna what what the fuck like what are you like that's where what's happening you're turning people away you're shutting down their resources because you're it's you it's complaining and you don't like it
0: like boohoo right so we're gonna go over and and you know this is we're talking about just one this is going on throughout our state okay this is not we were just you know focusing in on this because this is you know within our community but this is going on everywhere so it's not just isolated to this one event and jill's going to go over the reviews in the comments And it's going to show you.
1: Well, it's happening every day. There's mistreatment of patients every single day Mm -hmm. because of people just not being in these facilities for the right reasons. People are like, oh, the money. Oh, this, whatever.
0: I don't know if they have become numb to, um, I mean, let's face it. Measure 110 did not help the situation why we are not all pissed off that human beings are dying why we're not like hitting the streets and getting pissed off because it's very inhumane of what is happening within our state
1: yeah i mean there there is people hitting the streets and bringing awareness to people who are houses but it's not enough it's not enough um and um it and i just bring it back to like i hear in small communities of things where they're limiting resources for these humans and so it's like what's your solution then what's do you want to like limit their resources just to just let them die and not live? Like that's kind of like in my head in a, in a brutal consensus. That's literally what I think of is literally they're limiting resources and killing these people off. Like they're not human beings. Like they don't deserve life. Um,
0: And we're here to shed light on it.
1: But our country failed them. Yes. And so it's our responsibility as a community to help our fucking community. Yes. So I think people really need to see that. And like and it's going back into knowing who your
0: representatives are. Yep.
1: Egging them on, messaging them, calling them, leaving voicemails.
0: Oh man, I testified on the measure one ten. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's you got you got to press the issue. Like yeah. again, if you you could bitch about it, be about it, blah blah blah. You could speak. But you have to do action behind it it, or we're not going to have any changes.
0: Community. It all starts with the community, man.
1: And we got to really support each other um, because I think everybody can see what's happening. Our our worlds get drifted apart. People get drifted apart. And they're, they're doing that. They're doing that for a reason. And I would like people to kind of put it in their back brain that, A lot of things are political. We do have a political campaign that is about to happen. They've been campaigning for a while. We have a presidential election happening soon. Just be mindful of that. Be mindful of those situations and what people say. Um, And also be mindful of... Whatever those people say, make sure they hold on to those promises because we could see that some people visibly don't do that. And that being our president currently and our our fucking governor here, our our state officials that we have, we see him not doing anything. And so, again, figure out because it's even in Oregon, we'd all don't have the same representatives. You have to figure out what's in your area. And.
0: The only way to make change isn't by um, sitting back and just like, oh, 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 I hope this I one representative like, does it or for like us. You no, see you. see something on the TV
1: or you see something on your phone and you're like, oh, fuck, what, why is anybody doing anything? Because you're not doing anything. You're sitting right. there, you're bitching. But then you have people who sit there and say, oh, my vote doesn't matter, so I'm not going to vote. And you have enough people who are saying that mm-hmm. and those people who are saying... My I mean, vote's not enough. You could be, you could be the one deciding factor. Yep. And you're not realizing that. That's right. And there, and I think I saw something where there's, there's a million people, or like a thousand million people, whatever amount, saying, "What could I do?" That's the perfect example. A million people, whatever, saying, "What could I do?"
0: What you can, can do? do something.
1: If that million people switched around and did something,
0: Holy we could have We could have change. Yeah. Why don't you tell me a little story about these reviews?
1: So, I mean, of course they're funneling in right now with negative reviews with the well, peak let's of take the it story.
0: Back. Let's take it back.
1: But I... Take I mean, it back.
0: Take it way back.
1: Honestly, I could look at these and read it word for word, but I have ones that just stick out from in my head of what I heard. Um, I... Uh, around the same scenario, I think I'm actually just going to take it back just a month ago. Uh actually not even a month ago. No. a couple weeks ago.
0: Just a couple weeks ago. It, was, a weeks ago, it hasn't even a has yeah it been a it hasn't been a couple weeks, it's only been a week. I know guys. I'm like trying to think of yeah, it's been not What's been. What's the that, date like... today? The seventh? Holy crap, yeah. there's only been seven days of this year. But oh my god. I
1: would like to state this incident and this situa- this one situation that we brought up, this had already happened, okay?
0: Correct. And, and providence already came out with the i'm sorry thing we're gonna be we're investigating we're looking at.
1: a sorry is not enough sorry. people Sorry, i keep hearing people say i'm sorry i'm sorry it's not enough anymore no. i'm about to shove the sorry up their ass anyways they i would say similar situation walked a person they fucking walked a per if they were they walked a person to the bus stop dipped him out dude fucking got on the bus and was it, left it in oh my god this poor bus driver left it in the hands of this fucking bus driver this and city like bus trained. driver
0: yeah
1: and what this bus driver said that they had to do. oh my god dude poor thing
0: poor thing and, and, and poor
1: and, thing of all everybody the whole here, situation here's the thing
0: they discharged them the patient the patient was confused yep Obviously going through a crisis wasn't
1: coherent,
0: wasn't coherent. They were getting on and off the bus and they ended up on the ground. Now come on. There's already investigation going, right? Because it's just, but they're sorry. They're sorry.
1: And I really don't like to hear the people who say that either like these human beings did this to themselves. Oh, they are the ones taking these drugs. They did it themselves. Fuck you.
0: Fuck you for that because
1: they've been in situations that you've never had to be in.
0: That's right. And it is their job. It is their job to save your life.
1: Yep. And they're literally turning people away. And it. And like you kind of said, it's like they're becoming numb to it. It's like, oh, they're coming in for this. Fuck it, whatever. They're doing it to themselves, and that's literally the attitude yep. they have. And I fucking hate it. I mean, um, I give me a review. Well, it's it, there's so many people because there's people coming from not even here because they're, they're it's coming. The news is ha- there's so many reviews right now. People are pissed about this situation. So it's I can't even get to it. But there there's there's one human being. Where uh, they discharged him. They completely discharged him. And this guy was complaining of pain. Pain in lower back, I believe. And they were like, no, you're just drug-seeking. You're just trying to get some drugs. That's what you're doing. He's like, no, dude, I'm actually in pain. And this person was clean, but there was a previous addict um, because it was in their record. But in that moment, and in that state, was not doing any drugs, nothing. Um, got discharged. Um, days later, or went to Kaiser. They did a better, thorough fucking look up of this dude. I feel dude. like they
0: went, he went the same day. Or it was same...
1: it, it, yeah, it wasn't that much time difference.
0: Yeah, I think it they ended it was up like going the same day.
1: And I think it was he was in that facility. They discovered something. He ended up in a coma. And he was in it for like four to five days. Mm-hmm. And then they put the date of what to, that date is that they did the review and was like, current day, update, my friend is dead now. And, um, and it's due to the lack thereof of care. Like, they could have done a thorough checkup and they, found, they literally found that this man had an issue in his back. In his lower back, where it mm-hmm. caused him to go into a fucking coma and it had nothing to do with drugs. Nothing whatsoever to do with drugs. That's fucking. I I am baffled. That that one pissed me off. There there was there. I told this one to my partner, my partner was pissed. Uh, a toddler gets glass in his foot. Happens, glass breaks kids don't understand things they're learning got glass in his foot they waited hours and hours and hours in the uh waiting room then finally to be seen and then for them to be told to go home and they could take care of it themselves as if as if and the person as if we are
0: equipped
1: well and they wouldn't take you to the hospital exactly and she put as if we didn't try to get the glass out ourselves They tried for two hours and it was just shoving the thing in for it. And they had to go to a different hospital to get it. It was fucking ridiculous.
0: Who would go to the hospital by choice if they didn't have to? Like,
1: Especially with our community, knowing
0: how shitty our
1: fucking hospitals are.
0: Let's all just take a moment. Everybody raise your hand if you want to go to the hospital. Okay. Everybody raise their hand. They're just like, that's the last motherfucking resort. (laughs) See, but yeah, I, I've been through the
1: ringer where I'm literally, I have to go to the hospital and I'm they're sitting there like, you need to go to the hospital, Jewel. and I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to make it. I'll be fine. I can get through it.
0: A lot of cyclic vomiting syndrome patients go through that.
1: Well, it's because the symptoms that we have are of that, that like we're overdosing on something and it, it's very similar. Um, because we're throwing up and we can't stop and we can't speak. So we get assumptions of, and and they assume of the situation that is occurring. And if you don't have somebody with you that I guess is an advocate and can speak for you again, I I don't like to say this, but somebody has to speak for you because, and I would say this for any situation where you have health issues where you can't be coherent, and you have to, and you're in need of going to the hospital. Try to always have an ad, advocate with you, because shit can go down.
0: Yeah, shit can go down.
1: And so, like when I say that, like Providence Walking and Providence Oregon City, they're shared. Um, I'm just gonna say my situation was. I'm just gonna say a couple.
0: And and we've already said it. Let's let's talk about the one.
1: Well, one that was really uh, sticks out to me is one where I wasn't coherent, um, and I guess this doctor was flinging my arms around.
0: Yep.
1: I think with my IV in it or wherever it was, it was flinging it around. My partner didn't like it. My mom didn't like it. All this stuff. There was also some other things that were going on. And then they come back and they wanted to go into my spine. Mm-hmm. They, they were like, Oh, we think she may have this. <sighs> when are like, no, she has like, like yeah, and, 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 um, <sighs>
0: Yeah. I, I requested a patient advocate that day. Thank God. I requested a patient advocate. And before I could even get through the patient advocate portion of it, I mean, she was going to be admitted. But that but yeah. whole situation was awful. And that was just one. There was yep. another. There's been multiple. That was
1: Oregon City. I mean, and then like me and my Still dad, Providence. me and my dad, uh, when like, I think this was like our final time. We were like, we're fucking done. because. One of the times when I had an episode, we were sitting in there waiting for a- when I mean hours. I'm thinking it. I think we were there for five, six hours. Yeah. What'd you think? Yeah. I think it was around there. And then finally, to be seen, but not in a not in a room. Room just in not like that uh, triage. That's what it's called. Triage. I kept kept forgetting what it's called, but triage. That's where the whole thing where I was getting treated. Um, I never got an IV, which. Uh, for cyclic vomiting, you need fluids, no matter what you're going to be lack thereof of nutrients and fluids. And you're going to be dehydrated. You need at least a bag of fluid or two, depending on your situation, you're going to be dehydrated. Nothing gave me nothing. Um, I got a shot in my butt, which the shots that they give are the ones that they treat for schizophrenia schizophrenic patients. And so it kind of like shuts down your nervous system. Um, and then they're like, yeah, go home. You're good. I go home. And then I had to go back to the hospital. Yeah. Um, and then I was back in the episode. So that was that situation. And I was waiting for hours and yeah. hours and hours. But we knew again, and I still had to go back to the hospital, but we knew that like I had to be at the hospital. I, I'm and- not going to get out of the episode. <laughs> And that sucks for people, though, that feel like that have no option but have to go to the hospital. And then they're like, no, I don't want to go to the hospital because of how I get treated.
0: We need to demand change for these facilities, for the hospitals, for care. You're told, if in case of emergencies, to go to the hospital. You're told, um, you know, in Jules' case, to go to the hospital multiple times. You could be on the phone with your primary care doctor, and they're like, no, no. You need to go to the hospital. Um,
1: and I, I, I will explain one one story. Um, and this is from a parent's perspective. And we didn't know of this until getting into the cyclic vomiting community and talking with them and yeah. hearing their stories. Where this family, um, similar similar situation, dealing with like same stuff. Um, but I live with my parents because my health issues are really that bad. <laughs> Um, But this person lived on their own and they were in an episode and I think they were texting their parents and saying like, oh, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to just try to sleep it off. And he passed away. Yeah. Because his heart stopped due to dehydration. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing with like, we're, we're not, we don't feel okay. We're just literally trying to shut our bodies down to feel okay and that really – because, like, you'll look it up and it says that you can't die from sickle vomiting. Sure. But you can. Um, you can die because of, I guess, the refusal to want to go to the hospital for that care. But then again – Or
0: if the or if the people are not treating you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you're having to keep on going. going. It's awful.
1: I remember – more I don't even know. So many times where I've had to re go back to the hospital yep. because they're like, Yeah, you're good. Go home, in you're the, discharged. In
0: the emergency room discharge. hmm It's not until you you know, you have an advocate and you're like standing there demanding, like because because on, on Jules' situation, not a lot of people know how to ch- you, there's no Okay. There's well, no and like
1: tr- you're saying, you're not getting similar doctors that no. know your situation. They're no. traded out, they're, they're different people. Out. Um, and,
0: and the emergency department is supposed to just make sure you're They look at your symptoms. Alive, right.
1: But Except I think. Except
0: for a couple of cases, you know, and where they don't want to treat you. It's very
1: crucial, I think honestly, it's, my, it's either my mom, my dad or Simon. Those are the three people that can be in there that know my situation. They're the ones who ask the right questions because like, for instance, the last be like, okay, she's still low on this. Check that. If she's still on low this. Nope. She can't go home. Yep. Uh, how about this? Yep. Have, like they, there's a checklist that people have to go through. Yep. Um, and, and my situation's my own individual situation and everybody's different, but having people to know your situation mm-hmm. um like cuz then uh but more more as recently um but luckily I've been okay so far but recently these past few years I've been having these uh like passing out things where I guess I'm fainting
0: I don't know, you're, just, you're like passing out
1: I don't know um but that was just more as like this last, this last year in the year before that um And so that being new, I wasn't, and I, I wouldn't be there. So I really needed people to speak for me. So like they have to know the certain medications that work for me, kind of like the, um, I guess my routine of like, okay, she needs this type of medication. This is what works for her. This isn't what works for her. Cause I can't have certain type of pain medication. Right. I can't have, what is it called? That really strong one that everybody can,
0: that everybody The (sighs) uh, I don't know oxycodone. That's what, I can
1: not have oxy because I feel like I'm gonna fucking die. Yep. and then same thing with like fentanyl. They've tried. They've given me fentanyl, and my mom's been like, "Why the fuck are they giving her fentanyl?" But um, yeah. So there's certain things that like I don't. So that's why I always have to make sure I have my yep. people there. Um, and any other sick people that are listening, please make sure you have a human being that could be supportive for you.
0: Every single hospital has a a protocol on a discharge the state has taken it upon themselves to pass a bill in 2023 it is so important to know the laws of what health care and when you go to the emergency room is and know what your rights are now, when there's an emergency, how the fuck are you going to think about that, right? Especially when it's happening to you. I really want everybody to educate themselves within their community of the hospitals that are around you, where they're at, who's being under investigation, and really hold those accountable in charge of your healthcare.
1: Well, and I think if you're so pri- privileged enough to um I don't want to say like not have as many problems, but there's a lot of people have bigger issues than us. And I think if you could contribute to your community in a positive way, if you have that capacity, do it because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure every fucking community is struggling right now. We we need people to contribute. And that being it doesn't have to be money. if you don't have money, that's okay. Be physically there, be, yeah. be vocal, like we said, call your representative like there's things that you can do in your home if you are disabled. you can't you still have a mouth, you still have a phone, you can you can do it like um I uplift those people's voices mm-hmm. that can go physically do that. Or if somebody comes to you sharing a story, say, how, the, how can I help? Right. I don't know. I think, I think more now than ever, community is needed.
0: Right. So we have to stick together as a community. Stay fucking strong. Until next time, I'm Sarah. And I'm Jewel. Peace. Our show is produced by us. Our theme song is by Comeback Karma. Don't forget to like and subscribe.